FestPass provides back office automation software and tow management solutions for commercial fleets of all sizes. They save fleets time and money by consolidating payments and providing insight to better manage costs per vehicle. Founded in 2001 by Truckers for Truckers, FestPass is a trusted partner on the road and in the back office. And to learn more, call 8-8-4-1-0-9-6-9-6 or visit www.bestpass.com. Welcome to Taking the Higher Road, a podcast by DriverReach in partnership with Freightways. I'm your host, Jeremy Raymer, founder of DriverReach, a modern software solution at the intersection of recruiting and compliance. With over 20 years in the industry, both on the carrier side as well as the vendor side, I bring a wealth of expertise around all things recruiting, retention, and compliance. On this show, I interview industry experts and thought leaders who bring their insights to the driver lifecycle as we discuss the industry's greatest challenges from recruitment and retention to the realm of regulatory compliance. Your positive feedback keeps us motivated. Don't forget to rate and review Taking the Higher Road, whatever platform you use to listen. This week, I'm honored to have on the show Shannon Courier, the Director of Philanthropy and Development with the St. Christopher Truckers Relief Fund. With 23 years of experience in the nonprofit sector and a pivotal role in St. Christopher's national fundraising efforts in brand development, Shannon's a true powerhouse in your field and making a difference in the lives of truck drivers across the country. Thank you so much for joining us, Shannon. Thank you for having me, Jeremy. I'm excited to be here. And that was a mouthful. <laughs> it was. Well, I'm excited to delve into, into your journey as you take us back, you know, 25 years ago, I think a, a payroll assistant for a trucking company in Albuquerque, New Mexico, to your current role, you know, leading, you know, vital fundraising and development initiatives at St. Christopher's. Uh, I'd love to learn how St. Christopher's mission plays a, a crucial role in addressing some of the biggest challenges the drivers have. Perhaps you can even share some uh, specific examples of success. Uh, and of course, we'll answer a question from a listener during our Deeper Dive segment. Does all of that work for you? That sounds perfect. All right. Well, before we even dive in, I'm curious if you have any book recommendations for the audience. Anything recent that you've read that was impactful to you? Well, I, I do love to read. I read in my spare time. I've always been a reader. I, I just, I'm always trying to sprinkle in some fun fiction stuff, along with some things that are going to help me grow, continue to grow in my in my work journey as well. So I actually just finished uh, just a couple months back, The Five Dysfunctions of a Team uh, by Patrick Lencioni. I had to look at his name because um, it really does take, puts you in a situation. It's a fiction book. It, it takes real principles and applies it to a fictional situation. But you put yourself and your team into this situation and see how you're doing, how you're measuring up, you know, how you're communicating. Is your team on the right track to continued success, continued growth? Are you working well together? So it's always good to have a check with your team, you know, your your temperature with your team and make sure that you're doing things the right way. Well, I love that book. I read it too. And when I first heard about the idea of business fiction, you know, you're like, ah, but it makes so much sense. And I think it's a lot better than uh, a textbook, you know? So when you're, you know, it's one thing to say, here's how you should be doing things and here's how you should think. When you can see it applied in a in that sort of format, although it is fiction, it's still, it's all the same principles. You can relate better to it. I think you, I think you, you embrace it easier. So, I, and, and, and Patrick Lencioni, of all the people, when I ask, what is a book that you might recommend? I would say his comes up, his, group of books comes up most often and then followed maybe by like Jim Collins, um, good to great. So anyway, 
that's that's some good company to be in. So good, yes, good recommendation. Yes, company. I'm on the right track with my grows. It <laughs> <laughs> never ends, by the way, right? That, it, it never, never ends. ends. No, I just actually completed a a 12 week course um, on fundraising to continue growing and you know, making sure you're up to standards on what you are with the industry standards for fundraising as well. And I'll be sitting for uh, the CRE, CFRE exam in October. So continued education, continued growth to, uh, you know, always want to make sure you're doing your best. That's awesome. Well, could you share with us, uh, you know, your journey, you know, in the, in the trucking industry, it began, I think, like, as you said, 25 years ago as a, as a payroll assistant. How did that initial experience, maybe maybe share about what got you into the industry there, but then how did that may, maybe shape your current role at St. Christopher's? Yeah, absolutely. So I started working when I was 10. So that tells you how old I am, right? So just kidding. <laughs> so yes, about 25 years ago, I was living in Albuquerque, New Mexico and had a friend that worked for a trucking company and there was a position open in payroll. Now this was back when the drivers had to come in to the terminal and come to the window to pick up their check. So you got to see and communicate with the drivers on a regular basis. So there was a lot of, you know, you get to know the drivers, you get to know their families. And then of course, you know, when there was an issue with the check, you're like, why don't I, why don't I have a paycheck? So there was lots of communication back in the day. Um, I really, I was only there about six months because I relocated back to Knoxville, Tennessee, where my parents were living. We'd had some deaths in the family and I just felt like I was a long way from home. So I relocated back, but I really loved it. I thought it was an interesting industry. That was my first, you know, dipping my toe into that industry. And I, I wouldn't have gone that route if I didn't have a best friend that was working there. So, and we're still friends to this day. And um, so I did that. And then I moved back, back to Knoxville, Tennessee, where my parents were living. And I actually got into insurance. I was an insurance agent for seven years and uh, did commercial lines and personal lines. And so seven years of that. And uh, then I got pregnant, wanted to stay home. And I uh, stayed home for about nine months and decided that I really enjoyed working. <laughs> so <laughs> I ended up going back to work and I, I started working at our church and our parents day out program and um, worked my way up in the church and, and Several years later, I was running the children's ministry there. We were at that church for 18 years, ran children's ministry for several years of that. And one of my closest friends, Julie Dillon, uh, who also has worked with me at St. Christopher Fund, we went to church together and got to know each other. And I started working with her at the Parents' Day Out program there. So we connected and stayed friends. She ended up leaving the church and coming to work for St. Christopher Fund. So that's... Funny enough, my connection to St. Christopher Fund, uh, her husband used to work for Lowe's and they were doing some restructuring in the management level. And so he took an early retirement. They decided to move uh, back to Rickman, Tennessee to where his family farm was. And she calls me out of the blue and says, you know, hey, I'm going to be vacating my position. Chris is retiring. Um, I know you've been interested in doing something different. Would you want to interview for my job? So I said, yes. And I uh, interviewed with Donna Kennedy, our director, uh, actually to be the operations manager. So I stepped into the operations manager position. That's the person that answers the phone calls, does all the applications, talks to the drivers, pays all the bills, that kind of thing. Um, so I started doing that. And then about six months into that job, the lady that was doing the fundraising here 
I ended up leaving. And so that position was open. And I was asked if I would like to step into the director of philanthropy position. Um, I've never done anything like this before, but, you know, I like to talk to people and I'm outgoing and I thought, why not? I'll give it a shot. So um, nine years later, here I am doing a director of philanthropy position and I have loved every minute of it. Um, Funny enough, my husband's also in the trucking industry. He has been in the trucking industry 25 years and he's done everything from recruiting to what he does now is, is new business development. And he uh, is actually building a reefer division for a trucking company. So we both work at home. We both work in the trucking industry. So it's an interesting um, dynamic. And I have loved it. I just, I've loved every second of being here. I've loved this industry. I love the drivers. There's, it's so interesting to me. And, you know, if you don't know everything depends on this industry, just start working in it and you'll, you'll figure it out real fast. For sure. And how awesome to have, uh, it's in the, it's in the blood now. It's in the family, right? You, it seems you like, and your husband yeah. both. So I know, uh, St. Christopher's has been doing incredible work for the trucking community. And, you know, perhaps you could give our listeners an overview of, of the organization's mission and, and the range of support services that you provide to, uh, professional drivers. Yes, I would love to. So St. Christopher Fund has been around 15 years. We celebrated 15 years this year and we have two missions. So, Our first mission is to provide financial assistance for drivers that are out of work because of an injury or an illness. And we can offer assistance to over-the-road Class A CDL holders. That's what we were created to do by Dave Nemo and Michael Burns and Dr. John McGilligot. And um, that is still our mission to this day. So when drivers, even if they have insurance, if they have an injury or an illness that takes them off the road, they still don't have any income most of the time. So they're not able to pay those necessity household expenses. So we're going to step in and pay their rent or mortgage, utility bills, vehicle payments, and insurance payments. Those are the only four areas that we can offer assistance in. Those are the areas that are usually the most expensive bills that people have in their house. So we're trying to cover those. And then hopefully what little money they might have coming in and might have saved can pay for those extra expenses. So we don't pay for medical bills and phone bills and motorcycles and all that stuff. Uh, we pay those necessity household expenses. We want to make sure they're not losing their homes, sitting there without insurance, sitting there without utility bills. Um, and we pay all of our money directly to the driver bill holders. We don't actually give any money to the driver. Um, we do that for a couple of reasons. One, you know, when drivers have applied for assistance with us, normally they're in a very stressful situation. They're in a physically stressful situation from an injury or an illness, and stress can hinder recovery. So we take those bills and say, these are the ones that that you need paid. We're going to make sure they get paid. You take care of yourself while you're on so you can get back to getting on the road and making some money for your ha- household. It also keeps us accountable for every penny goes. So we know where every penny goes and what it's used for. So we're accountable to our donors and sponsors for that as well. Um, The second piece of what we do that has grown over the years um, is our health and wellness mission. So we look at all these applications. So we started seeing some overlap of issues that drivers were applying for assistance for. So some of those, you know, obesity, high blood pressure, 
cardiac disease, uh, diabetes. That might not be why they applied for assistance with us, but a lot of them had those underlying conditions. And so we said, what can we do to meet drivers where they are health-wise and help make healthier decisions? So that is where our health and wellness programs came from. Um, We have several programs now. We have um, Rigs Without Sinks. That is our smoking cessation program. We have um, vaccine vouchers with that for flu, pneumonia, and shingles vaccines that are free for drivers. We have a, a cancer screening program right now that we just launched this year. It is for prostate cancer screenings. Um, we do those for prostate cancer right now, but we're hoping that we're going to add other screenings to that as the years continue. So be on the lookout for that as well. Um, we also have a diabetes prevention program, and that is a 12-week program where you get to work one-on-one with our health and wellness manager to learn how to read labels. You know, how do you need to move, you know, exercise and movement, um, how you need to sleep, how you need to drink water, all of that good stuff. So we're trying to meet drivers where they are. And and all of this is, you know, we hear, you're not drivers. You don't know what it's like in the truck. And we don't. We don't claim to. But that's what these programs are for. We're working with drivers saying, what are your struggles? Okay, what things can you do? Can we support you? Can we give you tools to help it make easy, make it easier for you in the truck to exercise or to eat? You know, what is it you're struggling with and how can we meet that need? Well, a lot to unpack there. So you talked about sponsors and donors. How 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 do you build that fund? Who are your sponsors and donors? How does one become one? Yes. Yeah, so uh, we have people that do all kinds of sponsorships. We have annual donors where they just make a flat corporate donation. Uh, some of those are the same every year. Sometimes they vary by year. We have companies that do fundraisers on our behalf. Um, you know, TA Petro has been one of our longest running uh, fuel stops that has supported us. They've been on board with us for, gosh, about 13 years now. They did the TA Band Together campaign for years, for 10 years that people were familiar with. When COVID hit, they switched that to a change roundup. So they do a change roundup to benefit St. Christopher Fund. Uh, They also do, we have people that do golf tournaments that benefit St. Christopher Fund. Um, We have like four state trucks does um, a dollar for dollar campaign. They, for the month of September, um, actually August, they, what month are we in? We're in August. It was July. They did it in July. Man, this year is flown by. Um, in July, they did a dollar for dollar. So anybody that was purchasing something from them, they asked them to add a dollar to their invoice and then four state matches that dollar. So it, there are so many different ways. We have Hurricane Express has been doing uh, jeans days. They've been doing this for several years. Their, their employees donate $5 to our jeans on Fridays and then Hurricane matches that. So there are so many ways to do that. Um, we have hundreds of donors, and you can find all of those on our website. Um, our health and wellness programs, um, OOIDA is, has been a huge sponsor of our health and wellness programs, as has Southern Recipe and Road Pro Family of Brands, um, Grinds Coffee Pouches, um, and we work with Call on Doc for the cancer screening. So we've got great partnerships that allow these programs to be free. We know, you know, you want to invest in yourself, but a lot of times you don't feel like you have the money to invest in yourself. And drivers 
are not selfish people. They're selfless people. And so they'll think, I, you know, somebody else needs that $5 more than me. So that's why we're able to offer these programs for free. And there's, there's no shoe, other shoe to drop. They really are all free. Now, how it, I assume that there's some prerequisite. How, if I'm a CDL driver and I find myself in a situation where I'm out of work due to some issue, one of the, those that you mentioned before, it's probably health related. Oftentimes, I know, as you said, it, that it is. How do I go about getting help? What's that process like? Yes. So the first thing you have to do is you have to be a class A CDO holder and you have to drive a semi truck and you have to be over the road. Um, and we, we have lots of feedback on why can we help this area? Why can we help local drivers? That is not our mission. It has not been our mission from day one. Um, over the road drivers have different struggles, different obstacles. Um, they have a harder time getting to doctors. So that's the the group of people that we have been helping since day one. So over the road truck driver, you have to have an injury or an illness that took you off the road. So it can't be because you're not getting miles or rates are low or your truck's broken down. Can't be for those reasons. And that medical issue has to have happened in the last 12 months from the date that you're applying. Okay. So help me connect the dots from a retention standpoint. If I'm a carrier, can I, can I leverage St. Christopher's Fund as a way to um, sort of maybe tell the story to my drivers that that we care, that we we sponsor, we invest, we you know we are you know a donor of this fund because we know that inevitably things will happen, and we want our drivers to you know I, I just does it help from a retention standpoint? And, and do you know of any carriers that are using it for you know to to help from a retention standpoint? Yes, absolutely. So um, we have several of the larger, um, several trucking companies that are sponsors of ours. We wish everybody would be a donor, all the trucking companies. And we know a lot of the companies, the larger companies have their own programs that they help drivers. But when you have hundreds or even thousands of drivers, it's hard to help every driver in every situation. But we can step in and help them if an illness or an injury issue is going on. So if you donate, you know, let's say $5,000, if you take every trucking company out there, just even the large ones, and you say donate $5,000, that is a lot of money. And we can step in and cover those health-related, you know, injury or illness-related issues. And your fund can cover the other things like somebody's house burned down or something that didn't fall under the injury or illness area. So yeah, I think that it shows you're invested in your drivers when you're donating to a fund that they respect, they donate to. We have been supported by drivers since day one. That is who has kept us going for years and years. So they're investing in themselves. They're investing in each other. And who doesn't want to work for a company that's, you know, investing back in their drivers? Um, we all know trucking's about people. You know, it is. So investing in people, not every driver, if you're going to send $5,000, no, not every dollar of that money is going to go to one of your drivers. But we're in this together. You know, this industry, you know, we all work together to make this industry successful. Um, we all want to build a, and retain healthier fleets. You know, so letting your drivers know that our health and wellness programs are here and that they're free I mean, that doesn't cost you a dime letting the drivers know that it's here. 
Well, before we get into the deeper dive question, I am curious if you have any, you know, we were talking about business fiction earlier. How about, how about some business nonfiction? Maybe an example, or is there a story that you can think of that really tells the story of the value of St. Christopher's and the fun and the work that they do uh, to, to help drivers that are in that situation? Any, anything come to mind? Any, any good examples that you might share? Yeah, there are hundreds. You know, I wish we could share all of them. And, and we have a lot of them on our website. So if you want to read and read and read about real people with real names that we help, um, they are there. You know, one of the ones that has stood out to me um, in the last several years, we there was a driver, his name is Howard Salmon, and we have permission to share his story. Um, he actually, it was not actually his injury or illness. His son uh, had cancer and he was, he was four and he needed to be home for the last days of his son's life. And he was able to apply for assistance with us and we were able to cover him for a couple of months of those expenses so he could be at home with his son and his son did, did pass. Um, and he has continued to support St. Christopher Fund. So we can help in those type of situations. We also have, you know, a driver recently told us uh, she had a, a back injury and uh, she had to have some surgery on her back and she had to be out for a month. That really wasn't long. You know, our help is short term. It's only for a couple of months. Um, we do have hundreds of resources that can give you extended help if you need it beyond the couple of months that we can help. But we were able to help her with a couple of months of, of payments. And, you know, her thing was, you gave me hope back. Nobody wanted to help. Nobody was able to offer me assistance. And she was in one of the trucking groups. Somebody said, you need to reach out to St. Christopher Fund. She didn't know about us. So they're taking care of each other as well, letting drivers know when they see them. And I see us tagged in, in posts on, on Facebook all the time when somebody's talking about being in a situation, they don't know where to go and don't know what to do. People say, have you reached out to St. Christopher Fund? So, um, Yes, we are offering help and hope to drivers when they don't have any. We're helping these drivers have some peace of mind while they are home recovering from these illnesses or injuries, and they can focus on that and then get back on the road and continue to provide for their families. So there are hundreds. We have, you know, drivers that, um, there are drivers off the road in short-term cards because of health all day, every day. Um, we want to help that situation. We want to help drivers get those longer medical cards as well. And so that's what all of our programs are about, getting the drivers healthier, getting them back on the road, keeping them from being sidelined and and supporting drivers when they need it most. And that's who we want to partner with, companies that want to invest back into drivers as well. So uh, this deeper dive question is highly uh, focused. And, and I say that because it's rare. Usually the questions that we get are very generic, but this one, obviously the listener knew that you were going to be a guest on the show because the question is about mud flaps with meaning. And it says, I keep seeing mud flaps with meaning. What is this initiative? Please explain. So okay. that's kind of a, it's a perfect setup for you. That's the perfect setup. So mud flaps with meaning. We had a driver, owner, operator. Uh, his name is Ray Webb, and he wanted to support St. Christopher Fund. So he called and he said, can I put your logo on my trailer? So we worked through the legalities of that and our logo was put on his trailer. And then he said, 
I want to purchase these mud flaps with St. Christopher Fun logo on them. This is a way to get your name on trucks all across the country. So he had these designed and made. He purchased them and donated them to St. Christopher Fun. He said, I want you to use them as a fundraiser. So that is how these came about. And thank you to Ray for doing that. Um, but we have been selling these. Now, you know, we sell them for a little more than what you can buy at, you know, a fuel stop or one of your crumb shops, just because it is specifically for a fundraiser. Um, I can tell you for from now through truck driver appreciation, they're $150. So they're about $75 a mud flat, but they are the super thick ones. They're really nice. You're going to help spread the word about St. Christopher Fund. And so we're thankful to Ray for doing that. And it's something that drivers need anyway. So all you have to do is call the office. Let us know you'd like to purchase a set or make a donation for a set. That 150 includes us shipping them to you. So we will get them to you and you can get them on your truck. Well, that's really cool. And I really appreciate that. And you're right. That is another way to help get the message out, to spread the word so people know when they're down and out, they do have help and they do have hope. So uh, Shannon, thank you so much for joining us today. I'm, I'm grateful for your time. And I certainly appreciate all the work you're doing for St. Christopher's. Well, I sure appreciate the time, Jeremy. This is one of the things, you know, along with donations, we need awareness and you're helping spread awareness. And that's drivers can apply for assistance or be a part of these health and wellness programs if they don't know we're here. So if anybody's interested in sharing our information with your drivers, let us know. Um, you know, we can send you over the information. You can put it in your packets. And thank you again. And thanks for joining me for another episode of Taking the High Road for spreading the word to your industry peers. We really appreciate it. Remember, you could submit any questions or comments, including those which may appear on upcoming Deeper Dive segments at podcast at driverreach.com. And don't forget to rate and review Taking the Higher Road, whatever platform you used to listen. Until next time, thank you for taking the higher road.